Hey, 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 this cup is so big, I can't even see over when I drink out of it. Crazy, huh? Welcome to day 27 of the Get Up and Go Challenge. Sharon Hornelstrom here, and today I call this one 7 Up, because what's up next? Now what? What are we going to work on now? Just finished up our fourth time through the soap process, the soap model, the framework that we can use, that I use, and that you can use, and hopefully you've been using at least four times now, to understand that you're in charge of how you deal with change, how you deal with challenges, how you respond and react to absolutely anything that pops up in your life. Because guess what? If we think that COVID-19 is the last challenge that we're going to have in our life, we're in for a rude awakening. If we think that we are free of change and challenges and experiences that, that tip us over and bowl us over sometimes, we're in for a rude awakening. So today, yesterday, I for progress, to continue to make progress in my mental and my thinking, I committed to working through this entire playbook, this Lynn Grabhorn playbook. I know this book isn't for everybody, and actually, it's not for a lot of people. It's very, it's a very high level workbook or playbook, she calls it a playbook, which I love, because if you don't approach these activities and these exercises with play and personal development and growth, in your mind, you'll, you'll never get through it. You won't get through it. The first time I tried to go through it, it took me nearly a year to get through it because I, I promised myself I wouldn't move on from one exercise till I did each one in order. And there was one that took me months, literally months, looking at it every single day to make myself do. Then when I did it, it took like under 10 minutes, made a massive change, finished the rest of the book in like two months, but it took me months to to, to make myself do that exercise. And it turns out it was the one I needed the most. It's that kind of a book. So moving on to the next area of our seven, and why I say seven up is because there's seven main areas of our life, right? Physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, which is a huge one for the vast majority of us. Relationships, again, a huge one. Contribution. What are we here to do and create? Be, how do we show up in the world? Now, done physical done what I do I did physical then I did financial then I did relationships just finished mental mindset and again I committed to doing this book and guess what that means that means I'm gonna come up with things and find ideas in there that trigger great topics for the rest of this challenge because there's stuff in here that I mean it was 2011 when I did this book last time there's things that I've totally forgotten incredibly powerful exercises that I don't think I've ever seen anywhere else. I, I, I'm positive I haven't seen anywhere else. Uh, and so I want to combine them with other things I know to share with you, to the most powerful pieces that I know can have an impact on you. Right now, I am personally working through the, the parts about fear and victims and mastery and who we really are, things like that. And I'll share a little bit of that over the next couple of days as I dive into... And I already gave you a heads up a couple weeks ago, or, you know, eight, five days ago, that I was going to do this one next. Emotional. I'm going to deal with, my on a personal level, as I go through the challenge and use and apply the SOAP model over the next four days. Tomorrow, it will be S-O-A-P. I'm going to work through my emotional well-being. I know. I gave myself a, a seven on the scale. Now, I did this. I did this, I don't know, when did I first start this? It would have been end of March, early April, before I started the 30-day Get Up and Go Challenge. That's when I, I created this lovely piece of artistic graphic work, right? 
to demonstrate and show. Now, I have an Android phone that I record on, so that's why everything's backwards. And before anybody complains, I have tried, I have researched, I have studied. You cannot flip, on, like you can on an iPhone, you can flip the background so that everything appears right to the viewer. You cannot do that yet, technologically not available on the Android phone. We don't have that capability. So as much as my stuff is backwards, I know it's backwards. I can always take a snapshot. If anyone wants, hit me up in the comments below and I will put a picture of this in the comments so that it is right facing direction for you. But Again, I think I've said it enough, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relationships, contribution. Those are the seven areas. Those are the seven up. Those are the seven areas of our life that we always want to be lifting up and working on and making sure that we're setting ourselves up for success. So, emotions, big topic, right? And I was just talking in the Supersize Your Business. I do a, a daily segment where I break down an idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you apply it to your business? I'm a business coach. And that it's sometimes it's easy to make the connection. Other times it is a mind bending exercise to say, okay, well, what the heck does this saying have to do with business? And I just, I have a, a book. Of, I started it hundreds of days ago as uh, what can I do for my, my clients, for my group while I'm moving because I know I'm going to be an upheaval. I don't want to think of a business topic every day. What am I going to do? And so I decided, hey, what things mean is really important and what things mean to, to you and to me is super important. So how could I apply that as a business learning skill and tool to, for people and have it easy for me to know what I'm going to talk about every day? And so I picked that I, that I talk about idioms. Since we know how powerful the meaning of individual words are, guess what? It's, it's just as powerful or even multiplied when we have idioms that are affecting us or may have been affecting us for hundreds or even thousands of years. Well, today was all about being swept off your feet and the emotions associated with that, which is of course love, right? And so it, it's important. Now, as I'm picking emotions, I'm just sharing that this will be the topic that I'm talking about. And it got me thinking last night, what has been the most impactful tool or thing that I've learned about emotions besides they're all up to us we get to decide what emotions we're going to experience at any given time but but that's a stretch for most people even even me we all feel our emotions and that is what drives our action right uh, and and where do emotions come from and you can have again that whole chicken and the egg discussion about emotions thoughts beliefs you know and feelings and emotions I what comes first the chicken or the egg you know it doesn't it doesn't matter but my whole point was talking about the fact that we as human beings buy, make decisions, make choices, and act entirely based on emotion. And then we justify our actions in buying or how we respond to any given trigger. We talked about triggers last week, or not last week, a couple days ago. How we react or respond, it's all based on our emotions. And of course we can control them, but not always. Sometimes we get overwhelmed by our emotions. We get swept off our feet by our emotions. So, the most powerful thing and the most powerful tool and the most, uh, the thing I've used the most since I learned about it, and I probably learned about it 2011-ish, you know, I'm kind of new to the game of, of managing our own emotions and actually taking responsibility for our own emotions. Uh, and it is a concept from, and I'm pretty sure they're the ones that first introduced it. I don't know, there maybe was before, but it's the concept of the, the emotional guidance system that we have within us each and every one of us, a guidance system 
for our emotions and that we have a level of emotions from a scale of like 1 to 22 that we can work our way up or down. We always want to be working our way up the emotional guidance scale because emotions like love and passion and appreciation and gratitude, they have a much higher frequency than emotions like fear, guilt, grief, doubt, worry, anxiety, depression. They have a much lower vibration. And the, the higher up we can climb on this emotional guidance system or this emotional ladder, I like to think of it as a ladder and I'm climbing the rungs and in order for me to get better results in my life, I want to continue to climb up and spend more time at the higher points on the ladder than I do on the lower points on the ladder. Now, I'm going to quickly read through this. I have my own little copy, handwritten of course, uh, that I can refer to when I need to. But I've been doing it for a lot of years now. and. I know that the trick and the secret of the emotional guidance system is to use it to always be reaching for a better feeling thought, right? Actually, this uh, was introduced by Esther and Jerry Hicks through Abraham, which is a, um, it's, it's a, a hard concept for a lot of people to wrap their heads around, me included. It took me years to get the, the concept of people channeling spirit not spirits but channeling higher power intelligence through them and and again it's a topic that yeah, I might have just lost you on doesn't matter whether you believe it or not this is a tool you can use to improve your life and feel better and you can use it all the time to improve your life and feel better so from a scale of 1 to 22 I'm just gonna read through the emotions some levels all have the same emotions on them for example the top one the number one one has joy knowledge empowerment freedom love and appreciation those are all considered level one the highest vibrating level of and and the highest frequency emotions then below that two is passion three is enthusiasm eagerness and happiness four is positive expectations or belief five optimism six hopefulness seven contentment and then it switches to what I consider all the negative emotions eight boredom nine pessimism ten frustration imitation impatience eleven overwhelm twelve disappointment thirteen doubt fourteen worry fifteen blame sixteen discouragement seventeen anger eighteen revenge nineteen hatred or rage twenty jealousy twenty one insecurity guilt unworthiness twenty two fear grief depression despair powerlessness are all the most low vibrating emotions and the whole point around this is what we put out in the world in the universe and this is a universal law I did not make it up what we put out what we give out is what we get back what we attract into our lives so if we are giving out a lot of negative energy a lot of doubt worry fear unworthiness anxiety depression guess what we're getting back in our life we're attracting all the people, all the situations, all the things that will make us continue to feel and vibrate at that level to prove to ourselves that, yep, we're depressed. Yep, we're afraid. Yep, we're unworthy. And it works the opposite way as well. And again, if you don't believe me, test this on yourself. See if this is operating in your life or not. You know, when we're happy and positive and grateful for things, we attract into our life more things to be happy and positive and grateful for trying to think of a, a 
a quick example. I, I think I've shared the example of my sudden cardiac arrest. I was I was attracting that, and that's that's that takes a lot to take 100% responsibility for attracting yourself dead, right? And at first, I wasn't all cheerful and jolly about accepting that or understanding that. It took me <laughs> literally a couple years of studying and digging and research and doing things like Lynn Grabhorn's hard work book to understand the bigger meaning of, of my life. And maybe it doesn't apply to you in your life and your area of, of what you're, you're concerned about, but it, it did to me. I needed to figure out what the heck had happened. And it wasn't until I understood, yeah, I, was, I, I wasn't really wanting to be dead, but I was at a point in my life where I was bro broken to the extent that I, I kept telling myself I didn't know what to do. And I got that shutdown wake-up call and I, it didn't stick because I knew I was here for more than just leaving at that point in my life. I knew my kids still needed me. I knew a whole lot of things. And I knew that I had a message to share with the world and it was my responsibility to continue to grow and learn and understand and then share those messages, share that information. And one of those things is this tool, the Emotional Guidance System, because it is so powerful. Uh, when my dad died, grief is 22, right? My dad died, I purposefully reached for better feeling thoughts, right? <clears throat> so believe it or not, revenge feels better than hatred and rage. Anger feels better than revenge. Discouragement and blame feel better than, in our, in our vibrational level, than um, jealousy. So you can use this just to say, okay, I am really pissed off about this situation. I've had some situations in my life where people have just done things that I couldn't even fathom or imagine. They were so horrible. I'm like, I can't even believe that this happened. And so, you know, I... I could be angry or, you know, sometimes you want revenge. And then I would say, okay, well, I really don't want revenge. I'm not a revengeful, vengeful person. So now I'm just mad. I'm just really, really mad about this. And then I would get discouraged and say, okay, and then blame. How on earth could I possibly have formed an alliance and been in a partnership with this person when their, uh, their goals and values and their morals are obviously so different than my own? And I would work my way up this emotional scale to to deal with that situation or any situation with myself my kids my business partners anything so this is the tool I want to I want to give you today if you have heard of it I'd love to know your experience with it if you haven't heard of it um, you can google and do a lot of research it's a huge topic that we could spend you know, entire day easily talking about just this one tool the emotional guidance system what it means and how you can apply it to your life but I will say it is one of the things that I learned after my sudden cardiac arrest that made it it made healing from that event possible right it's pretty traumatic when you drop dead it's pretty traumatic when you get divorced it's pretty traumatic when something happens to one of your children or to, to somebody that you love and care about or, or to the world right aren't we all through COVID-19 and all the drama and trauma of politics and rioting and things aren't we all reeling from the impact that that has on each and every one of us even if we aren't directly involved in it just hearing about it has an emotional impact on us right I, I will say when I when I was hearing about and experiencing the riots in my area and it's in my area right it's in a place that I go often and it's affecting people I know and love and care about whose businesses have been literally destroyed and, and are gone today that were here 
you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, and I worked my way up this so that I wasn't letting it negatively impact me, you know, but, but I was, I was angry, right? I was super angry. I was discouraged that people would treat other people's property and other human beings this way, you know, and then you want to blame the politicians and you want to blame the, the, the sides and the radicals and the terrorists and everybody else. And then you worry about what might, what might happen? How might it literally affect me or someone I love and care about? And how did it? Then you doubt, you wonder, and you get disappointed about people's behavior. And then sometimes you feel overwhelmed and frustrated and impatient about wanting things to change. And then you feel pessimistic or bored about the whole topic. Then you realize there's a shift to contentment where you're like, all right, not my circus, not my monkeys. What can I do to positively impact this situation? And you get hopeful and optimistic and you realize that each and every one of us in our own way can set a good example. We can be the reason in an unreasonable situation. We can be the love and the light in a situation that can otherwise seem so, so bad and so dark. And we can work our way up this system to the point where we're excited and we're eager to, to help solve the problems of the world and, and to make the world a better place, to realize that we have the freedom and the personal empowerment to make changes in our own life. And by making changes in our own life and our own behavior, we can impact the rest of the world. So love the emotional guidance system. I'll put a picture of this. I know it'll be my messy handwriting. You can always Google it, Google emotional guidance system. You'll get all kinds of ones. You can download a pretty one if you want, if this is something that you think will be valuable to you. Otherwise today, your action item is to pick which of the seven up, which of the seven areas you're going to work on now. If you're doing emotional with me, go ahead, check out the emotional guidance system. As I go through the SOAP model, we'll start the S tomorrow. We'll, I'll do it talking about emotions, the, our emotional well-being, our emotional lives, our emotional health um, for the next few days. That's the topic and that will be the examples that I give. But you can pick and work on whichever one you want, whichever one is most important for you right now. I've got people I know that are working through the same one as we go through it over and over and over again. I have a friend who's got physical challenges and she's like, I'm doing physical through this entire thing. Every time we go through the soap model, I'm picking another thing to enhance my physical well-being because she's immune compromised and in a lot of pain and she knows that that is an area she needs to personally work on. And, and she's listening and learning as we do the other examples. So when she's ready and when she wants to jump into or deal with another area or aspect of her life and her well-being, she can go ahead and do that because she'll have seen and heard some examples of that. But as she goes through the exercises and through the soap model, every time she's doing it for her physical well-being. And you can do that too. But, but today, share in the comments below what area of your life you are going to be focusing on using the soap model too over the next few days. Uh, and then if you have any questions about the emotional guidance system or would like me to do, maybe we'll do a, a Q&A or a workshop or something on that and I can actually think up and give some better examples of that and how I've used it in my life and how you can use it in yours. Just let me know that in the comments below or direct message. Have an awesome day. Take a deep breath. Enjoy your life. Go out, smell the roses and the sunshine and I will be with you tomorrow for day 28 of our 40-day get up and go challenge. Get up, go, get out, go have some fun. Bye. See you tomorrow.